0: Welcome to the Wisdom Talk Radio Show, bringing you insight, illumination, and inspiration in service to the world. We are a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living, conscious business, conscious relationships, conscious community, and conscious evolution.
1: I'm Aparna Sain. I'm Marianne McGuire.
2: I'm Laurie Seymour. And I'm Gavanjali Hemp.
1: Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio's show. Today we are going to be talking about um, radical acceptance and what it, and we'd love to share with our audience and see, you know, what this radical, and I guess I will start off, I can kick off and start off with what it means for me. And just using those words, actually, just the word acceptance for me provides um, a, a huge amount of release a, just for my body and just my kind of all the thoughts and all the chatter that goes in into my space because um, I personally feel that I have spent a lot of time uh, kind of doing and be, doing things and being active. But when you are accepting, you just kind of allow. And it just, for me, allows me a greater awareness of being in the moment.
3: I agree, I agree. I think allowance is absolutely huge. When I was thinking about this, for me, it's like two branches to it. The first one was to do with accepting yourself and how you feel. And the other was to do with accepting what's happening in your life. Because, you know, if you you fight, it's just useless to fight the present moment. But that area to do with your emotions, I think, is huge. Because judging your emotions causes a huge amount of resistance and suffering. And it's much more natural to feel the emotions, rather than to shove them down, put a stop to them, because we've been conditioned this way. And we've been told that certain emotions aren't good to feel, or you're only supposed to feel the positive ones. And I I just think back to times, you know, when you allowed yourself to feel a certain emotion that you had been holding back, like sadness, for example, and didn't, for me, I mean, didn't it feel good when you allowed yourself to cry? And I just feel that, you know, if you're sad or angry or anxious or depressed by what life brings you, then I feel that relief comes from just not resisting it and just feeling it. And you don't have to collapse into it and certainly don't identify with it. Just stay open. And when you accept and you accept in this way, the situation no longer has the same power to control you. And you can actually even though it may be the last thing you want to do, you can actually embrace it and let it reveal its meaning to you. Because I believe this, the solution to suffering is to let it reveal itself to you. And that, it, you know, suffering can so often come from our behavior and our conditioning. And then the light of your awareness can infuse the situation. And then it kind of changes the experience of it, which I think is so comforting and completely glorious because it's just the opposite to, um, you know, being stuck and resistance. It's just this beautiful, as you say, allowance.
1: And I absolutely love that. Especially in this age of uh, self-help and self-awareness, we have so much emphasis on positive thought, being happy, and so <laughs> forth. Um, and so a lot, of, uh, you know, a lot of the times when you do experience a negative thought, there's so much judgment even within mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, and I see that especially when we are like relating to other people or when people show up in my yoga class, they'll be like, oh, I'm actually not having a great day, but I don't want to judge or be judgmental of myself. or you know. So anytime we do experience something negative, we have to now caveat it. And it's so important mm-hmm. to just allow and accept and
0: maybe that extends even into not calling it negative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I you know I don't I, when I'm s- struggling with something when I'm uh as I sometimes say less than stellar <laughs> it's it's not for me a matter of saying oh it's bad or it's not. However, I don't want to stay there um I I need to explore it. And part of accepting for me and radically accepting what is, is to go into the experience, whatever it is, to see what there is for me to learn, to see what there is for me to look at. Because in that, it's, it's, it's a saying, it's a sense in my own body of, oh, let's be curious about what this is. And in that, in my own curiosity, I find that I've accepted it. And I don't stay there, and I can actually become more of the witness to it. Realize that it's not who I am, that it's, it's something I need to explore, because I want
2: clarity. I want truth. I'm really loving what I'm hearing from everyone. And, um, and another, another way that I, that I frame it sometimes is that radical acceptance is also this willingness to bring our presence you know, when we're accepting something, we're turning towards it. We're really looking at it. And our soul essence or who we really are, the essence of who we are, our presence is, is engaging with whatever it is that's happening. And I think it's not only within ourselves and within our relationships. I think there's a lot going on on the world stage that's uncomfortable for people. And when we don't bring our presence to things, when we kind of deny or avoid things within us or within the world, we have very little power or choice. And those things can run amok and gain momentum without us being there able to engage them. So I would almost say in a real real world application, we get impact, power, and influence when we can accept what is and bring all of ourselves into relationship with it. And that's the way we can help to really transform our world. And, you know, I've been seeing things on Facebook like, you know, well, if all these people are praying for peace and all these people are doing all these spiritual things, why is the world still such a mess? And sometimes I think there's a disconnect. And I think that disconnect is this level of engagement and a willingness to really presence what is.
0: That's such a great way to put it, Ganjali. Um There's such beauty and power in really being present, bringing that capital P presence to bear on on what it is that's taking place. Because there's a bigger picture than, than we know, than our personalities, our ego can ever really um, know about. Absolutely. And you can actually go even more fundamental than that,
3: because when we relax and let go of the need to change, for example, what we're feeling or what's happening for us the resistance falls away and we can find ourselves feeling good. And this is really surprising that you can feel joy whilst living the full spectrum of your emotions. It's like, surely not. But yes, yes, I've actually felt it during grief and things happening in my life, like my mother dying. If you accept the full spectrum of your emotions, this acceptance can lead to a joyful state of being, being revealed to you. And you can remember that your true state is joy is love and that it lies beneath the resistance and this is what i mean about being fundamental it's always present it's part of you and accepting this truth will transform your life
1: Mm, so you know i think these things are, are are wonderful especially being in the present moment but i think some of the biggest triggers for me are around um, kind of dealing with people who may be uh, challenging, like sometimes, you know, just either family or co- coworkers or et cetera. It's, you know, there are times when I get, I personally get triggered by something they say or something that happens. And especially when you're emotionally attached and it's your family, uh, I find it the most challenging to really practice acceptance in general, let alone radical acceptance, because uh, I've been uh, dealing with some of my mom's health issues and I know that there are a lot of things she could be doing differently. And just accepting and being compassionate, is, is, it takes a lot of work for me, a lot of just uh, kind of breathing into it and allowing is, uh, is definitely a growth uh, that I, I've been going, with, going, going through. So I wanted to share that.
0: Not getting in other people's business, huh? <laughs> that's exactly. what I think of the best you know it, it it is it's the hardest thing with for me with my daughter, with my husband to not want to you know jump in and say, "But you could, but you know maybe if you um it's to let people have
2: their own lessons to learn their own lessons because that's what we're all here without needing to hold for me you know not needing to hold my opinion as separate. So, so there's a vulnerability there, right? There's, there's an opportunity of allowing my understanding to transform and to change through the engagement of what's occurring. Um, And I think that's vulnerable and can be really scary. But I think when that happens, there's something alchemical that happens. And oftentimes I find when I can really do that well, which isn't all the time for sure, but when I can other people change too, like both of us change, the field shifts and oftentimes what I was trying to get at from a mental place or an attached place begins to unfold organically with the awareness of the person coming spontaneously from them and not necessarily in the way that I thought was right but a whole new unfolding. And um, and I feel like that's, that's real co-creation and sometimes I talk about, in our world we have this idea a lot of the time of power over and power under and like one reality needs to hold sway, it's one way or the other. But what really happens when we as humans and individuals learn how to have power with and co-create an experience mm-hmm. from a very fundamental level, I think really magical things can come into play.
1: Mm-hmm. That's absolutely beautiful. Especially the vulnerability piece because, you know, it, it just, it, unless you're conscious of it, to go into that vulnerable space, at least for me, is sometimes really um, it's uncomfortable, and so the natural instinct is to shy away from that or to kind of protect yourself from that. And uh, it's only if you're consciously aware of it that you, and you allow it to take, you know, kind of happen within you, then um, you can actually experience it and get into that kind of beautiful co-creation and compassion, Anjali, as you mentioned. So, um, yeah, it's beautiful stuff. And I think you have to be vulnerable. And it is so powerful
3: because we can't always see the big picture. We can't see the complete picture of our lives. And that's why it's so important, I feel, to align with your higher self or with your creator. I mean, you think about it, if we didn't have the feelings of disempowerment or doubt or unworthiness, how would we know when we've had enough of them? We can know joy because we've experienced sadness. And by offering us a contrast... We can use the emotions, which is really exciting, That we don't just have to suffer on. and We can u- use them to point us to the possibility that there is another way. Because, you know, when the pain, it can become so repetitive and heavy, we just, you know, you can't take it any longer. And those are the times when your soul is calling you to awaken and choose. And those are the times when it's just so, because oh, it's so subtle. And that's when we need to be brave and vulnerable, and open up to the power that's within us and
0: without. That's lovely, Mary because, you know, as we, we, we don't always have to wait for those moments when it's like the bottom of the, of the mm. pit, but sometimes <laughs> that is what happens. But as we do that, what I found for me is that my awareness grows, and that my relationships, the, the awareness grows in relationship and mm. with another, and there is a, um, an almost automatic turning to, okay, what's really happening here? Yeah, It's, it's not automatic, it's with consciousness, but that's where, where I'm always wanting to go to, because truth has a different feeling in my body than drama does, or than, mm. than emotion does. So it's, it's something of being willing to go until my body feels that inner resonance with, with what I'm experiencing, and that the other person can have that same kind of experience. Even if we're experiencing something differently, that doesn't matter. It's that there's that resonance and respect for what each of us are experiencing and coming to in that moment. Feels so expansive. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it calls to mind what Marianne was talking about earlier, where things that that don't necessarily quote unquote feel good, feel good, right? Like um, sometimes when I was younger, I would liken it to like the good burn, like the, the good burn, like sometimes in relationship and then you're having a conversation and things are being shared and there's a vulnerability and openness and you start to see parts of self that, you know, aren't so... (laughs) aren't so fun to see. And, and as that, as that truth unwinds, there's this burning I feel sometimes in my body, but it feels good, you know, and that's what I was resisting feeling. Part of me was saying like, no, I want to be right. No, I, I don't see that, you know, and, and as I open to that and there's a transformation that begins to happen, even though it's uncomfortable, there's something so good about the feeling of coming into deeper truth or deeper resonance or deeper intimacy um, and an unwinding of things that were limiting or false beliefs or agendas that were being held unconsciously
0: yes 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 mm. yeah mm. Uh, being you know having to be right or being right feels awful mm. you know it really <laughs> does in my own body when my husband says to me when we're in the middle of a of an argument about something or he says oh you're right and it's like no that's not what i'm after <laughs>
1: Yeah I think that's ego, the ego. Yeah. I think that's mm. the ego coming into play um mm. the you know natural inclination is to go towards that let the ego control us and so when the ego is at play we want to be right or we want to hear especially other people appreciate uh the advice or the suggestion because we all feel like we're you know so Knowing, like you can, it's easy to be an observer in somebody else's life, but it's, um, you know, but then it, it's a matter of accepting and allowing the other person to really see that uh, in themselves and kind of honoring that and going with the flow. And that's where we have to kind of abandon our ego. So one thing I wanted to, uh, I know that we are um, running up against time here. So one thing I wanted to uh, you know, as a group, is um, how do we, uh, how do you personally uh, ex- practice acceptance? And I think some of it we talked about, but, you know, is there something that you have as a daily practice or if you're in the middle of an argument or in the middle of a situation, is there something, you know, where you, I me mean, I personally sometimes just have to close my eyes and really center myself and when I breathe and see where that breath is coming from and allow it to go to, to the core, to, to, you know, the, the lower triangle, as we call it in yoga uh, and, you know, and, and really impact my chakra. So really breathe deeply and allow it to resonate through my body and allow it to provide a calmness I wanted to see what the group. uh,
3: I think for me, the first step, I, I suppose, oh God, I, a lot of things, but just to keep it very, very brief. The first step that's so important is acknowledgement. Just acknowledge that this is happening. Does it sound so simple? But it's really powerful just to stop and acknowledge whatever's going on. And then the second step would be to be willing to trust and to have faith in faith and to rest. To transition and then rest in that energy. I think those two things acknowledge, boom, you're out of the fog. And then begin to cultivate your faith and start just living the rest of your day from a a state of faith and beingness.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Lovely. And thank you, Aparna, for that question. I think it's a great question. Um, For me, it's about paying attention to my feeling body. And what I've cultivated over a, quite a long time is sensitivity to my feeling body, to noticing what is, what is happening, where the tightness is, where the flow is or isn't, um, where I feel what. And so that, that immediately now my feeling body is teaching me or showing me what it is I'm needing to pay attention to or when I'm needing to pay attention and that there's something in the present moment that I'm actively needing to go into and explore um, not necessarily it, it, it leads me to acceptance but it's 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 the attention and the awareness and the focus that allows me to go into whatever it is and to find the, the learning
2: and in that the shift happens it just happens mm. I love what everyone's sharing and um, I agree with all of it. And what I'm also hearing is that, you know, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to share, I feel like it's so much about having cultivated a deep personal practice and a rich awareness and that that's something you do outside of the intense moment. Um, And so yeah, it's it's using the tools, the breath, the awareness practice, the somatic understanding, the sense of how our emotions are moving and how we're feeling. But that's all based on the foundation of a lot of practice okay. for a time before. And um and so I think, I think having a personal practice and growing awareness and not the intense times. And then in the intense times, having from your personal practice, having anchors of some sort. So for different people, it will be different things. But having anchors of what brings them into center, what brings them back into witness presence, what brings them back into connection with what's actually unfolding for them in the moment. And um, for me, I use all kinds of different tools depending on the moment. But in, in the most... Easy sense, I think I sometimes have words, and I'll if I notice and I recognize, oh, there's a tightening, oh, there's, non, there's a non-receptivity, oh, I'm getting you know caught up in some way, then I'll find a word that counters that that I have a relationship to. So sometimes it'll be just like kind of on my breath, chanting a word like softening, 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 or opening, or you know whatever it is that I'm needing in the moment to feel or hear, and kind of like invoke that within me to allow that to enter into the space and into myself and inform what's
1: happening. That's beautiful. beautiful. Actually one word I'd like to share out there is uh, the word own and that's the universal sound. um, And that's a word that is sometimes really good to go to whenever you're experiencing anything, whether it's a little negative emotion or um, anything that may be challenging because it just, grounds you and brings you right into your center just through the sound of that sometimes. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, also, I just want to thank all of uh, all the ladies for, for being here. It's, it's wonderful to share um, this and encourage our audience, if you have any comments or anything, to, to reach out to us.
0: Thank you.
3: It was wonderful to connect.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is WisdomTalkRadio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.